The temps are warmer, you've mowed the lawn, and maybe even turned on the AC a time or two. It's definitely spring. So SpI.com is having their spring sale. Log on now and get local deals up to 50% off before they're gone. SpI.com. This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Secretary Costello stops by to say hello. How are you? Sam, I'm uh, absolutely fabulous. Get this weather. This is fantastic. Let's keep it for the whole fair. For August, I, uh, I, I'm almost scared to say anything because I, I don't <laughs> think you could ask for a better forecast. You have been director since the be- beginning of the Pritzker administration or somebody else? Uh, so, actually, uh, Director Sullivan started at the beginning oh, of the, right. the administration. Oh, that's right. John Sullivan, I apologize. But, yeah. uh, you know, an interesting fact, I uh, was appointed February 28th. My first day on the job was March 2nd. And then March 17th, we went into the COVID period of operation. So I, I think I had 15 days uh, on the job, normal period of time. And uh, just so glad to be experiencing a, a uh, kind of a normal, regular state fair. Um, and Sam, as you know, the, the grounds, uh, oh my gosh. You know, they look incredible. Just we're uh, we're really ready to kick the state fair off, and I think it's going to be fabulous. How disappointing was it? First year on the job, you've got two great showcases for agriculture, among other things. Talk about state fair and Ducoin, and when you knew, and in safety's sake, nobody ever questioned it. They couldn't do it. That the fairs were going to be canceled. That had to be just almost gut wrenching to a lot of people. Seem it was, and and. I, I chaired Ag and Conservation in the House for five and a half years. I was vice chair for two years. Uh, have grown up in southern Illinois in the agriculture community. Obviously, my father, very involved in politics, yep. uh, you know, it, at both the Illinois State Fairgrounds in Springfield, DuCoin. It's just such a pinnacle of agriculture and, and ag on display. So it, it was disappointing, but to your point, um, we always work very closely with the Illinois Department of Public Health. Uh, here we work together with Sangamon County uh, Public Health and then uh, in DuCoin, Perry County. And at any point in time, you've got to err on the side of caution when it comes to the, the health and safety of citizens. Kurt Costello, was it like growing up in a family that was so entrenched in politics? I mean, I can imagine we were as a family somewhat, but not to your level, certainly. But uh, but a lot of conversations was that always, whether it be Thanksgiving, Christmas, Sunday, whenever the families got together, you knew politics was going to come into play. <laughs> a, a ton of conversations, <laughs> Sam. And, you know, uh, I, I think the one thing I can say about my family is it's been centered in public service. Uh, my father was a U.S. congressman. Sure. My grandfather, my dad's dad, uh, was a state representative. He was the uh, St. Clair County Sheriff, uh, St. Clair County Treasurer at one point in time as well. So uh, to your point, I I can tell you a lot of conversations in my family have centered around public service, and uh, I'm, I'm extremely proud of that. I was speaking of St. Clair County. I remember in 1999, the director of uh, Driver Services, Alan Woodson, said, I've got a couple tickets to go watch the Rams play. And he said they have a big tailgate party, a bunch of guys from St. Clair County, judges and so on. They set up about two blocks away. And I thought I'd died and gone to heaven. I'm telling you, and I granted I may be the only Republican there and all those Democrats, but they, but they made me feel at home. That's a special group down there in St. Clair County. Is it still the same way, it, Director? It, it is. It, and it's wow. a it's a great group of people. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. All right, State Fair coming up. What does it mean to agriculture? What does this provide for the folks in agriculture? Sam, uh, you know, as I said earlier, 
it's really agriculture on display here um, in the center of Illinois, capital city, Springfield. The fairgrounds here are just incredible. Um, if you look at where we are, entries for our junior livestock show, they're up about 20% right now. Uh, so we're, we're up over 1,100 entries just in our junior livestock. If you add the open entries, uh, we're up, I think, 13, 1,400 altogether. It, it's um, This fair is all about livestock uh, and agriculture on display. And, and Sam, you know this, and, and I hope most of the listeners do. Ag is the number one industry in the state of Illinois. It's about a 19 billion, with a B, billion dollar annual economic impact. We export about 8.5 billion dollars worth of goods from the state of Illinois. We're number one in the country in the production of soybeans, number two in the production of corn, number four in the production of pork, number one in the production of horseradish, number one in the production of pumpkins. We're the number one uh, state in the country for processed foods. It's agriculture is is huge, and according to the study you look at, one in four or one in five jobs are in some way, shape, or form ag-related in the state of Illinois. So that would encompass the hospitality industry. Let's talk about the fairgrounds itself and the improvements here. Uh, Of course, I drive through it on a regular basis. Uh, The job done with the roads, the buildings. Uh, This administration has made a commitment to uh, taking care of improving and bringing it back, something that hadn't been done for a while. You folks have really made a commitment to make this uh, fairgrounds, the physical part of it, really, really special. Sam, thank you for bringing that up because there there has been a lot of deferred maintenance that we've had to to deal with. But I really want to thank Governor Pritzker and the administration for what they've done to to make sure that the the fairgrounds are a, a, a pinnacle of the state and you know, honestly, and you know this because uh, you're around here a lot, if you look at the economic engine this fairgrounds is, so during the uh, roughly 11 days and probably, you know, add a couple days on each end for people moving in, moving out, there's a, a, about an $84 million uh, annual economic impact, which mm-hmm. is the Illinois State Fair in Springfield. Outside of that, the non-fair events that take place on the fairgrounds there are about 260 uh, a year. We literally have horse shows almost every uh, weekend, uh, probably from April to October. And then now if you look at the, the second phase of renovations with the Coliseum, which will start in September right, right after the fair, we're adding HVAC to the Coliseum. So that will allow for a year-round showing, uh, heating, cooling of the Coliseum. Uh, we've paved uh, 8th Street, paved the Avenue of Flags, paved uh, the roads in between the the cattle and swine barns for exhibitors. And not only did we pave them, we did it in such a way that that really caters to heavy traffic. There are so many livestock trailers that move up and down those roads. Um, You know, being able to do it in the the quality or or nature of something that will handle those heavier pieces of equipment is very important. You're also doing something else, the multi-purpose arena that can't be used because of the situation 20 years ago it was built, and now there was some deterioration. You folks have addressed that. That's going to be back in use next year? It, it will, Sam. And unfortunately, the engineers have told us it was not safe to use it because of the construction that's going on. But that's about an $8.6 million project itself. Um, if you look at some of the things that uh, you know would normally take pay- place there, um, some of them have been rescheduled elsewhere on the grounds. 
Um, unfortunately, the truck and tractor pulls and the uh, demolition derby will not take place on the grounds. They will be next year in 2023. Uh, Director, do you ever get a chance to just enjoy the fair? I mean, be able to walk around, ride around, whatever the case might be, just as, quote, a fair goer? Sam, I, I do. A, a lot of times that it's maybe a little later in the evening. I My family's up, and, and we enjoy spending time around the fair talking to people. Uh, honestly, my favorite part of the fair is watching the kids and, and watching them exhibit their animals at the shows. It, it's uh, We are so, so lucky to have such a great group of kids, both in 4-H and FFA here in the state. They're the future of agriculture. Um, we, we do a tremendous job in this state helping them and, and um, honestly helping to fund them, which this year in the state budget, there's actually the ability for all 37,000 kids that are in FFA, mm. or excuse me, uh, that are in agriculture classes to join FFA. So FFA has uh, 23,000 kids in it currently, which is a record, but there are 37,000 kids in the state that take ag classes. So um, that extra funding will allow for all of those kids to join 4-H. And, uh, you know, ag being the number one industry in our state, as I said earlier, we think this will make a tremendous impact uh, on the economy moving forward and our next generation of leaders. I probably would never be allowed to go into Perry County if I didn't mention the DuCoin State Fair, our other special event. And it's a special moment in the time for folks in DuCoin, is it not? It, it certainly is, Sam. And so in DuCoin, we have the 100th anniversary of wow. the DuCoin State Fair. Uh, ju- just amazing. And as we uh, have talked, not only is it an economic engine down there, if you look at the size of the DeCoin Fairgrounds, what can be done, it's about 1,400 acres. Uh, we, we also have uh, horse shows there in non-fair events, literally, uh, I think every weekend but two, uh, April to November. So much going on, but, but the 100th anniversary down there is really, really special. When you talk about improvements to fairgrounds, if you look at some of the improvements going on there, the grandstand, uh, the front gate, and, and both of them are, are being done period specific. So just really, really happy uh, to, to be a part uh, of showing off agriculture at both state fairs. You mind if I talk to another Costello? I, I think that would be terrific. Would you mind? Very good. I, I will put Danielle uh, on the uh, radio. Absolutely. <laughs> it is AM Sprinkle, 24 past the hour. We're going to say good morning. To, is it Danielle? How are you? Yes, sir. How are you? Tell me about yourself. Uh, I'm going to ask you the dumbest question. I always ask young people. So who are your parents? My, par- <laughs> <laughs> my parents are um, Jerry Castello II and Lori Castello. And what do they do for a living? Uh, my dad is the director of agriculture yes. for the state of Illinois, and my mom is a high school principal in Waterloo High School. Come on! Waterloo, Illinois. At Waterloo yes, High School? That, yes, not Jabot. No, Waterloo High School. I go there every year to set up a display for Secretary of State. No way. I did awesome. not know that. I apologize. Yes, I should have known that. No, Good absolutely. For you. So what are you doing now, ma'am? So I'm going into my second year of law school at okay. Southern Illinois University. So where did you, you go to high school at? I went to Altoff. Bishop Altoff. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. And uh, known for their pretty good athletic teams and so on. <laughs> what were you involved with in high school? So in high school, I did, you know, different um, things. I kind of drifted off of the sport path and just, um, you know, uh, 
student council, stuff like that. When did it dawn on you that it was going to be maybe a law career for you because you are in law school at SIU? When did that happen? Was something in high school or was it just part of the family tradition? It was more in college. So my brother was really the first one. He went to law school in our family and um, gave me a better insight into the law career and um, the potential of going into it. And, you know, I didn't really know until I sat down and kind of talked to him a little bit more and People told me as much as, you know, I love people and our family's been in public service that that would be a potential thing that I wanted to do. And I graduated um, with a degree in public health and, you know, it was something that I decided was, you know, I wanted to do that path of public service. And um, my sister, she's a doctor. And so public service has just always been in our family. Where are you in the law school? You completed a year or two? Or? Yes. So I've completed one year. It's a three-year program. And is it as challenging as you thought it was going to be? Um, it is. It's definitely the workload that really? is on it. Um, as far as the material, it's, you know, it's difficult, but it's really the workload that sure. we have. Very good. Thanks for stopping by. Are you absolutely. going to enjoy that? You come up every year for the fair, I'm sure. Yes, sir. Absolutely. I'll be up here all week and uh, back and forth. And a couple I know you things. were just dying to get on the radio this morning. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, bright and early, right? <laughs> nice talking to you. Thank you. Take care. Good luck. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.